Welcome to episode eight, No Known Associates. Today, I have my cousin, Janet, and her husband, Zach. Yay. Hey, <laughs> All right. Thanks for Let's having us. Let's get started. So I started out, um, I don't, I was trying to think of how to start and I was thinking, I don't know if I got, I can't remember if Sierra and I got you guys a wedding present, but I figured I would just give you each a present right now. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So I'll give, uh, Zach his present first. <laughs> it's such an honor. Okay. All right. Here's your present. <gasps> oh, oh my goodness. Wow. I don't know what it is. I think it's Wait, lip balm. Oh my goodness! Like, on the way the over here, how did you know Zach I was upset this? that I didn't bring our chapstick. Wow, so this is go. perfect. This is—I've always wanted my. Oh own my chapstick. goodness! And it's baby Grogu, Yoda. Grogu, a baby Yoda chapstick. Wow, oh it, like it matches my phone perfectly. Oh wow! Yeah, Great gift, then, huh? Awesome wow! Gift. I didn't know you like Star Wars, but <laughs> wow! Thank you so much. That's You're so welcome. Nice. And then uh, Janet, I got you a gift as well. So I don't know if it's really you're gonna like it, but <laughs> here's a uh, LED multicolored shower head. Oh my goodness! I know it's probably what you've been wanting. Well, you know, I have to admit, I'm not a huge fan of taking showers. Really? Um, I Bats? Like, no, I just hate being mm. like cold and wet. So it's you don't have hot water. Well, we do, but whenever <laughs> I I'm fine with showering. It's the after. Oh, You're, getting it's yeah, just yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's a process. So this I might know. this might encourage me to shower a little bit more often. Yeah. So you could turn the lights off and have like a yeah. little party mm. atmosphere yeah. in the shower. It's like those uh, little uh, Berlin disco, like photo booths. Yeah. That's really cool. Maybe this Thank will inspire you. you to. Yeah. You know, Honestly, I, I did hear though that you left our wedding to get food. Oh yeah. Outside yeah. of the wedding. Honestly, buffet. I'm so glad I did because. <laughs> I lost so much weight, so it was worth it, you know? Like, from my health standpoint, at the end of 2000... When did you guys get married? 2019. 19. Mm-hmm. In the fall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. November. Yeah. Right so before COVID. I think I started in October, and I was like 215, 217. And then uh, when I kind of like got off the diet in May of 2020, or at least like started getting off the diet, I was... 157 or something 160 so i lost so much weight Mm. and then since then i've been like working out and like trying to eat healthier so it's been good but honestly just our genetics are our genetics are not that good yeah the mccorkle yeah pat mccorkle just had every element every single year for like 30 years the man had multiple surgeries i think he had 28 surgeries yeah insane he had polio you know what i mean Grandma's who has polio. Yeah. Thank goodness we have grandma's genes too. Right. Mm. But I mean, we've got bladder cancer, yeah. prostate cancer, I mean, heart stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I just figured. Diabetes. Like, yeah. Diabetes. Yeah. yeah. And that was but somehow too. your dad, I like sometimes I'm like so envious because your dad just doesn't get hit with any of it. And my dad gets hit with everything that I Pat know. had. So, but 
I'm concerned about both of them. I'm glad right. they, the I'm glad that your dad has right. better habits than my dad. And at least my dad is extremely stubborn, so and like bullheaded. So if he 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 just is like, okay, I can't drink pop. I'm no more pop. Right. None of that like weaning off. Stuff. Yeah, that's just, good. That's what you have to do. You can't. Yeah. I mean, at least in my experience, for someone like me, I can't ever wean off something or like go, you know, put my dip my toes in the water. I have to just do it. And so that's why when I did the diet, I was like, I'm not no cheating. 100% sticking to it. I did keto and I was like, all right, no carbs. You know, I got to get all this fat in and it worked out, you know. And so I think that is good. One, yeah. because it motivated me to continue because I was losing weight. So I was like, all right, when you do something like half, you know, halfway, you don't really get the results and you're like, ah, what's the point anyways? Absolutely. Yeah. But our genetics are not that good. Um I did leave the wedding with Sierra. I think we got like Chipotle or Qdoba or something. And it's like the most sad thing too when you get that on keto. You guys ever eat there? Chipotle? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're on keto and you go, you just get like meat, cheese, sour cream, guac. It's just like a mush bowl. So mm. do you not eat vegetables either on keto? Oh, you could get um, like... A little bit of fajita vegetables. But you can only eat certain vegetables because, like, a lot of them are carby, you know? You can have, no like, idea. bell peppers, and you can have uh, certain things. It's like potatoes. You don't want that. No, you can't go potatoes. No sweet potatoes. No, like, you can't eat much broccoli. You got to eat the cauliflower and stuff like that, which... I didn't know there was much of a difference between, like, the nutrition value of cauliflower and broccoli. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, cauliflower just looks... Less good right, for you. It's just a anymore. lot of hate. It gets yeah. a lot of hate just because of its appearance. And it doesn't smell that good. We profile cauliflower. You like it? I mean, I don't mind it, but I think it just catches a lot of hate amongst <laughs> the general public uh, in comparison to broccoli. Yeah, it's true. It's just unappealing looking. But I ate it like frequently. I mean, and, and everything I was eating like was coconut flour based or cauliflower based. But I'm so glad I'm off it, though. But even since then, I've caved twice since I started the diet, like having sweets. So I was at a friend's house and they made cookies like for us because we watched their dog. And I felt so bad that like she made the cookies for us. And I was like, I'm not going to eat these. So I have one. And then another situation out of like common courtesy that I felt I had to oblige was our neighbor, they're having trees removed, so we had to move our cars into their driveway. So she made us a cookie cake, and she brought it over. And I was like, I'm eating it, you know? Got to. I couldn't turn it down. And those things, it's like once I implemented it, like I had a little bite of it. And then like two hours later, I was like, ooh, I got to get another little bite of cookie cake. And then it was gone within a day. Mm. Oh, no. Janet's now. fallen into that oh yeah anytime. absolutely we were just in florida for his mom's birthday and they got a cake and nobody was eating the cake and i'm like well i don't want this cake to go to waste so i yeah. probably ate like half that cake in the matter of like three days so i just took it from her yeah I'm like this gotta go man. like just i'm gonna turn around you just that's do one what thing you want about, it. about not working in the office or whatever environment you work in you don't have those like sweets right that are hanging out chilling in the in the, the break, break room, room. Mm-hmm. because those things man they get you every time. Yeah. You can't avoid it because you have to get over there at some point. Tell me what is in a teacher's lounge. 
Has I've it, never been in one. It's you know kind what? of like the the girls' bathroom when you're a guy. It is a you're mystery. Like, What's going on in there? As a as a student growing up, you always like, oh, I wonder what that's like. It's yeah. like it's like uncharted territory. Right. right. And you never really see anyone in there. You just walk by it. Yeah. Um, but it's really not that exciting. Well, I remember in elementary school, our teacher's lounge there was a lot different than our middle school Florida teacher's lounge. I don't even know if you would call it that in Florida. But I had to leave school early one time and our teacher was having some type of celebration that he brought in like fried chicken or like KFC for the whole class. And I had never missed a day of school until seventh grade. So I'm like, the one time I'm leaving early, I'm going to miss this celebration. And he's like, I'll save you some. I'll save you some. So the next day during lunch, he took me to the teacher's lounge and there were like, there were like couches and like just tables everywhere, like as stereotypical what you would think a teacher's lounge was and a full refrigerator and it was carpeted and it was like a big old living room. Like, this is so cool. And I felt like I finally got to. You got to brag to all the other kids. I got to go on the teacher's lounge. But yeah, in Florida, a lot of it is just like. That's interesting you bring that up because teacher's lounge is really range. Yeah. Um, Like our last school, the teacher lounge was like, you know, it's it's pretty, pretty boring. Yeah. Just one table, a couple chairs. And then you have all those pigeonholes where you get your mail right. Right. And then you might see one or two things in the fridge. And. A coffee machine. And a yeah, coffee course, machine. I go in there, course. I kind of go in there dumpster diving. Like I'm hoping to find some things if I go in the teacher's lounge. Like either like paper. Silverware. Or, ooh, silverware, like spoons. Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. But so I, I did a little study abroad in, in England. Oh, yeah, nice. And um, so I was, I was helping out at a secondary school, right? And their lounge was amazing. It was so sick. They had, it was probably like from here to the front door. So that's a pretty large lounge. Yeah. And they had like massive couches. And teachers were always in there just chilling. Like, like they didn't even have a job to do. I was like, didn't what they do you... have like tea time in there? Yeah. Like so in between classes. In between classes, they had like 15 minutes instead of like a couple minutes like we have. In <laughs> yeah. So like all the teachers would go in there and they're all, you know, drinking tea or had like pieces of fruit. And everyone just hanging out as casual, chilling, and just like, wow. So mind you, like, who's watching the kids? No one. Exactly. I mean, Isn't maybe they so have, like, crazy? hall monitors or something. I think they had some hall monitors. But in England, they just, like, everything has a much more relaxed vibe. Yeah. Like, they're not getting up so early to go to work, and, like, everything just is more chill. Yeah, because the kids would be in the classroom during that break. Some of them would just hang out in the classroom by themselves. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm I'm just kind of shadowing this teacher and he just like casually strolls in like five or ten minutes late i'm like wait and like during breaks or even lunch break the kids just like leave campus and just go go around around the corner and get a a pasty or whatever it is like it's very relaxed yeah what grade were you in when you were there eighth and then part of ninth oh wow yeah it was cool i liked it um we it was like a private international school so it was maybe like it wasn't a ton of british people there maybe you know, 10%, 20%. But then there was a lot of international people, like people from Nigeria, from China, Japan, South America. People just send their kids to the school, and they were bored. It was like half boarding, half day students. And, yeah, it was cool. I mean, I liked, um, it was called Tassis. I think, I'm not sure if it's where Steve-O went, but I know he went to one of those, like, couple schools when he lived uh, in England when he was younger. There's, like, three. There's, like, American. There's, like, ACS, ASL, and TASIS. Those are, like, if you're an American international student, you go to one of those. But 
I liked it. Um, there was a number of reasons I liked it. One was because there was only 50 kids in a grade. So as like someone who's not that good at sports, you can make all the teams. Yeah, you make all the teams. No problem. You get playing time because it's like there's such a limited amount of people to participate. That whole time I thought that you and your brother were really good at sports. Oh, you were no. like always involved. I just found uh, out it like was all a facade. They all a month ago that Ross was good. Were... Like it, Ross was like serviceable. You know, he he played. He always like got playing time and stuff. Me, I was just always trash at sports. Uh, Man, who who would you play though? These international schools, like other international schools. So they like put you on a private jet and you're going over to Nigeria playing. Oh, they did do some. I didn't go to any of those, but they did do some where you'd like go do a tournament in like Prague or something. There'd be like a bunch of international schools. They'd meet up in Prague or a place like that. They'd do a tournament. You'd stay with like a local host family or something. That's awesome. And we did um like we would have host kids come like from other places they would come stay so like we would play a couple of games in a weekend of like soccer or rugby or something and then some of the other teams kids would like stay at our house for a couple of days which is cool meet like different people hmm. but um i was thinking the only time i was really ever good at sports i did uh an internship during college in hong kong and so we'd go play like at the outdoor courts I mean, everyone's like five, 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 six. You know, I'm six foot, so like I was just shacking out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> me and my friend, like my friend's like six two. I'm like six foot, so we were just like. Uh, That's too funny. Oh man. yeah, swatting guys. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't dunk because it's still the same size hoop. But I, I was just like, I'd never been so good at sports. You know, <laughs> it was like playing really with funny. a bunch of young kids. You know, right. you just have like, you're just op. How but, long were you in Hong Kong? Two months. Wow. I didn't know that. 2013, I think. 2012, 2013. You could have got a contract, man. Oh, I know. Yeah. (laughs) It was fun being over there, and I hated being over there at the same time. It's, like, really humid. Not, like, uh, not many people speak English, which is difficult. Because, like, I'm not going to just pick up. Cantonese. Oh, we feel you. Check was really hard. Oh, so, yeah. No, there was, we tried. It was not. Did you not pick successful. up basic phrases? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah you sure. know, like whenever you hear like the automated messages over and over again on like the, the train and the right. trams, like, so we got some of that. And then Ordering working in beer. a school, yeah, and restaurants. Just the necessary yeah. to get by. Mm-hmm. Just so you don't look like a, a bum American. I know. And everyone hates America. Like just yes. international oh American travelers have the worst reputation out of anyone. Well, it depends right. on what uh, quality you're looking at. Cause you know, at least, you know, like Brits were like the, the loud obnoxious people. Yeah, so at least we weren't them, yeah. but we yeah. were the stupid drunk people. Right. Like when we were in Italy, um, they were telling us stories about like how many like Americans go there and get injured or even like kill themselves because they're just doing the stupidest things. Mm. Really? You know yeah. who gets the most love, though? Is Canadians. Can, I know. I yes. would say I was Canadian. I don't know. It's just inherent. There's no way for them to yeah. tell. Yeah. Just, I would just say I was Canadian. You got to change your, uh, your twang up a little bit. I mean, know? they can't. You know what I mean? It, it, when, you're, it, when you're in Hong Kong, they, they don't know yeah. the difference between well, Canadian. Well, and I worked at that uh, summer camp with Kirsten, and that's like an hour away from Canada. And so half the people there were Canadian, and very few of them had like recognizable accents. Mm-hmm. We should have just told people yeah, we're yeah. Canadian because whenever sure. you say that you're American in Europe, the first question was like, do you own a gun? And the second one, did you vote for Donald Trump? And I'm like, 
I don't want to talk about either of these things, right. but no, I do not own a gun. Well, yeah, you guys were over there too at a time when. Like, oh yeah. Donald well, that's Trump. what it was. Yeah. We were we were like, should we submit our applications or should we not? And then we're like, okay, if Donald Trump wins the election, we're just hitting submit, and he won, so we hit submit, and we we left for a year. Yeah, that's nice. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't think the international community liked uh, Donald that much. No, not oh. at all. Well, <laughs> some Irish people Some Irish people. Yeah. The Irish are and Donald Trump like lifestyles and you know Well that wave that Donald Trump wave, that that sparked the whole Oh yeah. wave in you Europe. You had a bunch of idiots trying to get into politics all mm. throughout. So that nationalistic mm-hmm. sense of of politics. Right. That just like took over in Europe and everyone's just kind of blamed America for that. Yeah. Yeah, we get a bad rap. Um I don't know. I didn't have any like negative experiences as far as like uh when I lived in England of, of people hating on me for being American, but um I mean, you could definitely tell in other countries, like you go to France, I feel like the French are just like you American, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, they just want your money, but, like, they don't want to provide you, like, great service or mm. anything. They're just, like, you know, try to, you know, poo-poo you away. And um, I, mean, I don't know. Certain places, like Italy, they were friendly to us, at least from what I can remember. But um, Very friendly. We had some really great hosts oh, yeah. in, in Italy. Yeah, they were out-of-the-way friendly when we were there. I think the Irish were the nicest, though, for sure. <laughs> They, they just nice. are a great nice, hospitality. Yeah, they don't really care, you know. They like yeah. they go to work for a couple of hours. Like I would get up because I'd be jet lagged. I'd get up at like four in the morning or something. I, and my schedule's all messed up. I would like try to go get some breakfast around six. Like nothing's open. Nothing's open till like eight, nine, ten, and then people are going to work. And then it's like three thirty, four o'clock. Everyone's leaving work. They're going to the pub. They're getting drunk. Yes. They're watching, you know, some sport, and then that's it, you know. Yeah, it's a simple lifestyle. Oh, we yeah, we for stayed sure. in, in the Airbnbs everywhere that we went in Europe, and we stayed in the, his name was Kiron, Kiron. And, and his wife. They were very very nice. Um, and the last day we were checking out, and he insisted that we had he had to make us um what was it Irish, Irish coffee. coffee. Oh With my. Baileys and Ooh. Irish whiskey. Oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Something. It was like a little coffie and all Baileys. Oh, oh yes, sure. and yeah. I think a lot. Yeah, of I mean, it wasn't even. Yeah, mostly whiskey. Yeah, because right. and then from because it was in the outskirts of Dublin, and so then we had to take the double decker bus into the city. And we sat right in the front row on the ups. Oh, man. That did not sit uh, right. And I had to drink the whole struggling. thing. It's like, you know, the common courtesy. Yeah, like this guy's saying earlier. Let me in his cookies. home. And he's been wanting me to have one this whole time. So I drank the whole freaking thing. And it was hor- It was a oh, really bad it was, experience. It, was really it didn't bad. taste good. And I was, this is like 8 or 9 in the morning. And I'm I'm just like toasted. Like yeah. real drunk off the thing. And now we're on this double-decker bus. And we're at the top Ugh. right front row. So we could see like, you know, we're basically like front row. Yeah. yeah, it was interesting. But then he Oof. also, the night we got there, drove us to this amazing, like, such a stereotypical pub. Right. And it was just so great. And he drove singing? us there. I don't remember. It was during, like, a During big, the World Cup. Yeah. So oh, it was, yeah. And it was great atmosphere. Oh, my goodness. Hyped, yeah. yeah, and we went back there the next day, too, because it was so great. But he drove us there. They were very I think, you know, giving. we stayed in a lot of Airbnbs while we were there. And, I mean, we went, how many countries... I don't know, like 19 in Europe. Ooh. But we always did like private uh, room Airbnb so that we could. You know, I wanted to get to know the host. Right. Uh, 
you know, they got great stories to tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah those and are awesome. some of our best stories. They also could refer you to the stories, best yeah. place. Yeah, and they have the, the best tips. And then you kind of like develop a relationship with these people. So it's kind of cool, like, wherever you go, you can... You talk to them anymore, any of them? Or you follow them on Facebook, um, Instagram? Yeah, a lot of Instagram follows. Yeah. Um, We're trying to go back to Antigua, Guatemala, though, where this... Oh, my goodness. We just love this host so much. Mm-hmm. And so we would really hope to reconnect with her. Guatemala, huh? Yeah. The last restaurant I worked at, I didn't like, I don't know, you don't really think about, or at least I don't really think about like uh, racism amongst like races, you know? Oh, but yeah. The restaurant I was working at was Venezuelan owners. Mm-hmm. They were like, I don't know, the whole thing was kind of confusing. I don't know how many Muslim or Islamic people are from Venezuela, but like the owners of this restaurant were. Mm-hmm. But it turns out like a lot of South America, I guess, is like very racist against Guatemalans, which I had really? no idea. Yeah, because we had like a few in the in the back and they didn't speak much English, but it was That's the tensions were high. Mm-hmm. I wonder kind of what like, it is. I don't know. I think like I mean I've heard, you know, like uh like in Asian countries, like you know, the Philippines and places like that are like low on the pecking order, but in this restaurant, they were just not nice too. My yeah. homie Estuardo, Guatemalan, yeah, I taught him English phrases and oh. stuff like that. We had a great time. We baked bread in the morning. Yeah, oh, I mean, this Guatemala. is in the kitchen, right? In the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. many people who work in the kitchen come from, you know, they're not. They come from Central America, South right. America, and I mean the Guatemalans when we were there, they were. Of all the countries we've been to, they were the most friendly people. Oh, really? yes. And Absolutely. as far as like Spanish speakers, they have a very neutral accent. So it's really easy to speak in Spanish with them and to like understand what they're saying. We were completely lost in Guatemala. This oh, my. It rural... was our scariest travel experience ever. Like, let, me, let me take you through this. It was bad. So we're trying to get to this um, this workaway experience. You know, it's kind of like you, uh, you work and they provide you housing, right? Right. For the school and rural Guatemala. So we're trying to get there. It's, you know, the public transportation is not so great. So, um, we took a taxi and they dropped us halfway and like, all right, now you get off here and then take a bus to get to your, your place. Right. And we're like, okay, fine. So they, they didn't want to drive the whole way or what? Well, I think that we made that decision. Like yeah. we had done some research and we thought it would make the most sense, like financially and oh, just like yeah. logistically. But then, mind you, the buses in in Guatemala, they're called chicken buses. Mm-hmm. So there are these um, American school buses that are completely, like, done out. Like, they're Oh, painted. they swag them out. Like, it's yeah. pin my ride. But they're really? not yeah. really. Was it not really, a chicken bus? Yeah. Chicken bus. They're not really safe, though, especially if you don't speak Spanish and you, like, look like a foreigner. So we so, were yeah, really very scared to already catch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they soup them up. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, and people put their bags on top. Including their chickens. There's like a so cage that's where up like there. The, you just yeah. throw your bags yeah. up there. Wow. Yeah, some people put their chickens up there, and that's Which how they coined they, the, the yeah, term the chicken <laughs> But you know, these are very common in Guatemala. You see them everywhere. That actually looks like in uh, Pauline. <laughs> yeah, that bridge. But they're also known if you. I mean, you step on there, and you're you know, if you're white, you stick out. Well, for sure. Yeah, and that's not. Safe. They're small people too, aren't they? Yeah, Guatemala yeah. is very yeah. small, and um, so you stick out, and you know, there's tends to be some robberies on there. From, sure, from here and. Time to time, you guys were probably traveling light though, right? You didn't yeah, only now, just your passports yeah, we just stuff. had our backpacks, but then I have a bunch of these like foldable, reusable bags, and so Zach, 
we were we were in Guatemala for like a month and he can't go that long without playing basketball. So of sure. course, like we find this outdoor market, we're like searching, we find the one basketball that's there. It's not like super great, but like this is this is, you know, he needs to keep this basketball. So we had like a few items that didn't go back in our bag and then just this basketball <laughs> and this <laughs> reusable bag. So that's like Bro. real awkward, just like this. When you got a hoop, you got oh a hoop. Oh, my goodness. What do you do when you leave? You just give it to, like, a local yeah. kid? Yeah, we nice. left it at the apartment for yeah. people. Because the where we were staying, the accommodation had, like, this really nice basketball let's, court. Let's rewind this. <laughs> so we're in this small, we're in this random town, right? And so they drop us off. And oh, you get lost, right? Yeah, yeah, we're lost. And, you know, that's that's pretty common when we're traveling. It's yeah, like, of course. That's one of the best things about travel. And one of the worst things is, like, okay, how are we going to survive? Right. Right. Like well, we normally have, you can find at least one soul that speaks English. Yeah. So you we're, know? we're walking Not around difficult. this town, like asking for directions of where we can find that chicken bus taking us to this town we need to go to. Right? What's what's the term for chicken bus, bus in Spanish? I have no Pollo idea. Pollo something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Pollo autobus. <laughs> And don't dare stop Pollo Autobus. Yeah. Well, that was the thing, too. So I could ask, I could ask all the people, like, where is this bus? But then they would tell me the answer in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm so flustered to begin with. I need you to, like, say that so slow. And then they were looking at me like I was crazy anyway. Right. So I didn't want to ask them to keep repeating themselves. So it was just, it was a mess. And in Guatemala, it's, it's very common. Their police are on the streets and they carry like uh, double barrel shotguns. <laughs> yeah. And they're on like every corner in Guatemala, especially the tourist areas because they need to protect those areas. Yeah. And, and make but you feel secure. But this was not a tourist area. But we so were there were still a, some of those police officers. It was. So on every corner is just like this Guatemalan with a double barrel shotgun. And I'm not feeling very safe. No. And there's just and like nobody speaks English. No one speaks we English. We were like in a mall eating at a Taco Bell. And like it seemed like it was commercial enough that there would be some type of we're definitely the only white people in this town everybody's looking at us like we're like the kardashians (laughs) yeah like Like, who the hell are these people in this like you don't come in this area right uh so we we bail trying to find the chicken bus and we we go to this mcdonald's like okay what's mcdonald's safe place they got wi-fi we can figure this yeah right right. um and then you know we're asking everybody where to go and we're kind of going table by table (laughs) Like we're well, selling something. We left um, to try to, so we go to McDonald's once and then we, we try to navigate, did not go very well. So then we come back to the same McDonald's and I asked this poor worker, like, where can, how can I get to this town? And he is trying so hard to find all of his English knowledge <laughs> and he's sweating. Sweating, dude. Yeah, like, and, and he was yeah. so red, but he was trying so hard and I appreciated it so much, but we weren't getting anywhere a lot of so hand gestures right. out of nowhere this i don't know like 18 19 year old kid stands up and he's like i'm sorry but do you need help <laughs> and i'm like oh my god you speak english lucky yeah and um and then i felt bad because that initial worker i think that he really wanted to try to practice his english he was relieved but i feel like he was also a little bit disappointed that this guy stole someone stole, stole, yeah, stole his thunder <laughs> he was bug. on the cusp of, of putting a sentence together. yes so close um and my inner english teacher really wanted that for him but then i was just so scared and like over this and i had no idea how we were going to leave this this town because we got there by uber because you can get uber in antigua but you cannot get From an uber yeah so we're stuck like we really have no idea like what to do and so luckily this guy he, he his family 
his family came to America whenever he was young. He grew up in Boston. Once they had retired, then they moved back to Guatemala and they like helped their family and whatnot. Nice. And so they were like, actually, my grandparents that we're going to see lives in the same community that you're trying to go to. They like his amazing mother and father took us to this town. And the whole time Zach and I are like, we could totally like be kidnapped right now. Yeah. We yeah. could be no killed. Idea. Like we have no you. idea. And so I'm sitting in the back seat with this young kid that lived in Boston and he was just like, yeah, this is really weird. And like, it was like, we were just, we were so in need and they were just so giving. And yeah. like at first, none of us thought anything of it. Like, why not? Why wouldn't we just take this opportunity? But then we're all like sitting in that car, like, um, this was actually a really risky move for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So then he got us to the town. Right. And we're just like incredibly grateful. Like this is like divine. You paid him or no? And I was like, I was trying to pull all his money out and I was about to give it to him. He's like, no, 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 no. It's already been paid for. And he's like pointing up. He pointed up. I'm like, dude, you. It really felt like it was like an angel moment. Oh, yeah. I, but yeah. That just like was a tribute to how kind Guatemalans were. Because that's nice. just one example. But like throughout our time there, they went out of their way to make you feel comfortable, feel welcome. And, you know, that was during the time when, you know, a lot of Guatemalans and cent- people from South- Central America were trying to get into uh, the border. Right. Right. They had that big caravan. I don't know if you remember like that caravan mm-hmm. in like 2018. Right. And you could still see a lot of the, the remnants of like of like uh, water bottles of like this, that, that, that migration of people come, going through Guatemala. So you yeah. see like, you know, a lot of people let them in their houses and stay right. while they're you know, transiting on their, way. On their yeah. way up. So it's like, you know, the media painted, you know, Guatemalans as, you know, uh, you know, criminals or, sure. or bad people. Yeah. And, you know, that's one thing about travel, you know it breaks down those those misconceptions about people yeah that's the best thing about um traveling internationally because you can't relate with people until you're there mingling with them you know like Mm -hmm. seeing what they're doing eating the same food as them listening to the music that they're listening to like you can watch something on television and or and you know you could see something and you could have like a certain level of empathy or understanding but when you go feet on the ground it's like you're in the culture, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's take our uh, first break and then we'll come back to talk about, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> cool. I got stuff. I got some good stuff, actually. Well, we covered chicken buses. Chicken so buses, far, bro. so good. Yeah, chicken buses. I wouldn't mind having my own chicken bus converting that thing up. And, oh, well, my dad basically Uncle John could have had, had yeah. a chicken bus, yeah. yeah. He missed bro. his calling. He sold it, though, right? Yeah. Sucks. Did you uh, watch Nomadland? That new thing on Hulu? Yeah. I haven't watched it. It's on my watch list. Bro. Um, something I wanted to talk about. Uh, were you guys at my parents' house when they were talking about the uh, the pineapples and stuff? In the yeah. Community? Oh, then we don't have to rehash that. But another thing that I thought of, I'll save that for another time. Another thing I thought of. All right. So Sierra, you know, she's a stylist. Her back, you know, she's standing, she's holding, you know, uh, hair dryers, curling iron, stuff like that. So her back hurts a lot. And so she was looking at massage places around here. 
And she found this one massage place called Metro Mesmerizing Massage. Okay. So she's reading the reviews. She loves to read reviews. So she's reading the reviews and there's just tons of reviews that are like, this guy like touched me inappropriately during my massage. Like he put like this on my shoulder during my massage. Like just tons, like 15. I tried to pull them up, but they deleted their like Google review thing. So they, you can't look at it anymore. But (laughs) I was just like... One that's so insane. The and the, the the most insane part was that the owner was commenting on oh, the reviews, oh arguing with the with the woman who was just sexually assaulted no during their massage. Like, dude, it was insane. Like, how could you as an owner like see this over and over again? Keep this employee and believe the employee over your customers, you know? He's like, yeah. I know, I know you. Like, I know you just created this account. You only have, like, two other reviews you've done, and you're slandering my company. Blah, After blah, blah, several blah. reviews, I think uh, you get the uh, the message that there might oh, be a yeah. recurring issue. Here. Right. And why you would ever go there after that is insane. <laughs> but now they're hiding it because they deleted it. Now they only have Yelp, and it has five reviews, and they're all, like, four or five stars. So Wow. So they're censoring the internet. That's terrible. She never made the visit then. No, she didn't go. But it turns out she was deep diving, and this guy ended up on Dr. Phil. And it was like this whole thing about like sexual massages and he's like mm. a pathological liar, all this stuff. But it's just insane. Like wow. she was just looking for a massage and this turned out, yeah. Found this like wormhole of this sexual predator. Well, Sierra is really good at doing the deep dive. I mean, she mm. was the one that like whenever we found out about the pineapples, she was finding the people that were into oh, the pineapples. Yeah. That's such a weird thing. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't um, new news to us because you know living close enough to the villages in Florida, we've always heard that. Did that you was watch like, that documentary? No. Oh, no. I want to watch. They just released like a month ago about a documentary what? about the villages. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, and our the uncle is about to move about into the like the whole. There's like drug use, sex, swinging. Ooh. There's all kinds of stuff. But it's a, I think it follows like a couple key characters, like a dude who like lives in his van and like. I think, it, um, but it's supposed to be very artistic and very uh, good. That's like something that's been in my watch list. I just haven't watched it yet. But my buddy was like hyping it up like big time. Mm-hmm. Definitely gonna watch. Yeah, we that. definitely. It seems we like such have a, a strange movie night. <laughs> such a strange like community, you know. Mm-hmm. It is. It's its own world in Florida. Like, right. you know, you get the Florida Florida man, you know, stereotype. Yeah, and, yeah. and then you have the villagers. No one really consid- considers the villages like in the Florida man. Right. You know. Well, it's just like a, kind of like a utopia for old people. Yes. And they just kind of like let go. They're there. They, they have just everything. They play golf taken. all day. Yeah. Tennis, golf. They do like weird classes. They're all just. And then, too, that's just a weird thing of like those communities. It's very weird that there's like tons of relationships and like sexual relationships. I mean, I don't know. I guess when you get you face mortality and you have like a good amount of money that you can move to the villages. You're just like, whatever, I'm just going to ride Why this not? train until <laughs> it falls off, you know? Yeah. The villages. I never even heard of them before. Really? It's like a whole like city of this community. Like if yeah. you look on the map, it's like, it's not like, it covers oh, a good amount of land. You think of like a retirement community and it's like, Oh, it's like a neighborhood or whatever. It's like a legit. Well, I remember like during the election, Last year, it's like the videos that came out of the villages were hyped. Oh, about like, Trump? Yeah, I mean, because you had like major Trumpers, obviously. Sure. You know, and then 
you have some Biden people there, but like they're clashing. Oh, it's, it's like almost like a war zone. Yeah, out in the villages oh, during that time. It's like West Side Story in the villages. Or- <laughs> That's great. There's a documentary on it. Yeah, it's like a documentary about Chuck E. Cheese when they, you know, I don't know if you saw that. Oh, on YouTube. the pizza. No, you haven't seen this. What's that about? Oh, they, so like, Look oh, up you're, Chuck e. Cheese you're talking pizzas. about Pizzagate or no? No, 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 not Pizzagate. This is a little, I saw, little more though, low key something than about, uh, That's good because that's a whole. Can you know, that's their pizza slices, and Our some what? people, some people getting a well, they order a pizza, right? And some of the slices just don't add up. Really? They, they just don't fit in. They think people eat one geometrically. No, they, they think that um, you know, like if we've had two pieces left over of our pizza and you had oh, two they pizzas. Oh, mm. they stick that, them together? They stick them together. Look at 100% that. 100% that's what they do. Are well, you kidding? Goodness. Like, that's not, a, that's not a conspiracy. That's truth. Well, if you yeah. call them, they'll they'll deny that. Well, sure. I mean, I So this like, guy went out. They're and, not insane. Yeah, this this Shane guy. Yeah, he went out there and to, to verify this was happening because he couldn't believe it. I mean, he did like some sort yeah, of this scientific guy, research. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't know yeah. if it's scientific. This guy is canceled yeah. now he got canceled yeah oh, that's a shame. he like did like sexual things with his oh. cat or something oh, oh that's it's disturbing weird. but everything about chuck e cheese is sketch yeah for um, sure there also is like a high number of like shootings and like violent activities that occur at chuck e cheese which wow. is hard to believe it is there's a nick cage movie i saw the trailer of do you ever watch his like really garbage movie season nicholas um, cage I'm trying to think of some. I mean, National Treasure was. I, I, oh yeah, there's like, like some good ones, and then he's been in a string of just like you know terrible. Movies. No, I think the last one I saw was um, when he played that like motorcycle guy, Hell Rider, Hell Rider or, something. or something. Something like that. Yeah. He's on a motorcycle. And he's got a flaming head. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is like he moves to or he, he's going through a town. This is what I took from the trailer. He's going through a town. His car breaks down. He doesn't have any money, of course. So they put him to work at like this rundown closed Chuck E. Cheese to like pay his way for them to fix his vehicle. But then the Chuck E. Cheese like animatronic things come alive and try to kill him. Yeah. That's terrifying. I know. How does something like that ever get a budget and like get made? How does Nick Cage even sign up for that? Like, (laughs) Well, Nick Cage is one of those guys that I think similar to Johnny Depp, but Johnny Depp is like. I think just makes more money, but just lives an extremely lavish lifestyle. Like he has like million dollars pieces of stuff. His, his, his spending habits are crazy. He's got like a, he's got, I think two castles and he bought like dinosaur bones and stuff. Yeah. He blew $150 million on a private Island and a dinosaur skull. Oh, my goodness. The funny thing about the dinosaur skull, he bought it. It turns out it was stolen property, and the Mongolian (laughs) government seized it from him. So he spent all his money on a dinosaur head. and then What the heck? uh, I didn't know he was up to this. He's been out of 15 residences. It's so stupid. Why would you own a $25 million waterfront house in Newport and then a 15.7 million countryside? I don't, I oh, Newport, can't. Rhode Island. Okay, oh, okay. I can't. I was going to say. It's it so makes stupid. me sick. Like, I just don't. If I had that much money, I would be helping. I mean, maybe he does that too, but there are just so many things in the world that need fixed. And oh, instead, yeah, I'm going to buy two, two castles. castles. Well, it seems like he's trying to fix that island. Yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's his island. Maybe he's trying to start his own survivor. Yeah. I don't know. I think being that rich is kind of lame. Pointless. I mean, if you you make that much money, I mean, I mean, my only 
I don't know, um, motivation to make that much money would be to, to help security. Yeah. Right. Well, just like to, to do people. something. Yeah. 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 Like what Jeff Bezos's yeah, ex-wife absolutely. is doing. She's just donating yeah. billions yeah. and billions of dollars. Yeah. Go ahead. That's actually something I saw that I thought was okay. She married a high school science teacher. Did you see that? Yeah, I did, I did see that. I did see that, yeah. Dude, what a That guy, guy struck gold, I hope man. he continues to teach. Like, imagine, <laughs> yes. like, he just, he loves teaching. He doesn't need to do it for the money. He just likes teaching history or science, whatever he teaches. And now he's uh, he said, one of the richest people in the world. I wonder how that conversation marriage. went down. Like, when yeah, he realized, I wonder how they met. How do you buy a ring for a billionaire? That's my question. I don't yeah. think that she's a type of woman that would maybe care. Yeah, yeah, but you'd still think you'd be like, God, like, yeah, I got to put something together, you know? I uh, can't yeah. come with this. You know he had to have Googled her name at some point. Like, uh, they probably knew each other before. He thinks it was a prior... I mean, where do you bump elbows as a high school That's teacher? What I was and uh, yeah. yeah, they have to have had some either they knew each other when they were younger, or maybe he's like involved in some sort of charitable organizations. Maybe does some work for something. But I just think that's a crazy story. It yeah. is crazy. He's the luckiest teacher. She ever. ends up looking way better. I mean, sorry, Jeffy. I think I could talk shit about you now because you're not, you know, in charge anymore. He's oh, out. Yeah. But. You know, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. his wife looks much better in the whole divorce and like post-divorce thing than Jeff. Absolutely. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't think anyone really likes Jeff. You know, he can be. I had this conversation with my brother. Like, he could totally be a Tony Stark. Right. You know, he could just take or or um Batman, like a Bruce Wayne. Right. Like he could fix the whole healthcare system. Right. He's got enough money to do this. He's starting to dabble. Well, they they are starting to dabble in that realm because now they're doing the prescription services. They'll they'll deliver all prescriptions to your house so that's, that's like their entry point into healthcare. like wouldn't you want to be like a tony stark yeah i mean i would want to be like elon musk yeah elon elon's doing someone it. who just like you have money and you see problems you try to solve them yes. in an interesting and like fun way yes like you know electric cars like that's a problem but he does it like in a fun way he makes the cars dance he's got Psycho mm-hmm. mode. He's got all these. Like things. our government isn't equipped, or they are. They have the resources, but they're not competent enough to fix the problems we have in our country. Right. But if we had like a Justice League of billionaires, right? Elon Musk. That would be scary. Bezos. People would not like that. You got Mark Zuckerberg. Bill <laughs> no, no, Gates, Zuckerberg would not run. You got. No, no, no. You can't. You, we got to have a better council. Like, who do you want? You want Oprah? If you had to stick, oh. who? If you're Justice League, how many people are in the Justice League? Five. Uh, let's say five. Okay, so who is in your draft for to put this like? Do you want to have a draft? Together? Okay, yeah. well, I mean, obviously, my first pick would be Elon. Yeah, Elon Musk is in. He's a right, shoe. You got. Janet, He's the head. Janet, counsel. you got second pick. No, you know, I don't know people. Don't put me on the spot because right, I'm yeah. gonna go with like Oprah. Well, Oprah? I think Oprah is a good. I mean, I don't see if she. Uh, I think. Well, obviously, that's, she I would be an Oprah. amazing candidate for it, but that's about right. all I got. All right, all right, all right. Who you got? Um. Yeah, I might need to look at a list of billionaires. I don't know. I feel like there's more billionaires who I know that uh, I wouldn't want on the list. Than- mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. See, I would say Bill Gates because he does lots of humanitarian efforts, but like he, he could, he wouldn't be a popular opinion right now because no. for some reason mm-hmm. he is like the face of like <laughs> QAnon or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's got too much baggage. <laughs> Yeah, it's just um okay and the richest. Oh, this uh, is yeah. a garbage list. Yeah, yeah. I need to get out of here. 
Uh, it's for some reason, why am I on Google Chrome and it's giving me Yahoo searches? You know, how did this mm. happen? It's like, come on. Um, I mean, they don't even have to be billionaires, though. They could be what, millionaires? Yeah. You know, I think that if billionaires came together and pulled their resources, then, oh, probably Warren Buffett, I guess. I mean, Bezos so, got more more than like uh, most half of, of the top 10. The, the, I don't think this guy. I think he's uh Carlos he seems like a, a I think he's a warlord, you perhaps, know. you know, been in some corruption and things like that. Um wait, where is Musk on these lists? He's not in the top. He's got too much money in Dogecoin. Yeah. That's what's um I think Warren Buffett I think okay, we could go Oprah, Elon Musk, Warren Buffett. I think Warren Buffett is like a good, like smart economist. You know, he drives like a rundown truck. He lives mm-hmm. like a minimalist lifestyle. And I think that he knows lots about the economy that would be useful. Oprah mm-hmm. obviously is like very charismatic and would I, help with you know all kinds of racial issues and you know um sexism issues and things like that musk would be the creator the engineer you know i mean i don't know how much money bernie has but i think he should be on it Ooh. <laughs> bernie yeah. he would just uh yeah i mean yeah i don't know he could be an idea man. we need some people who maybe we got to take Warren off because we need these people to be around for a generation it's true you know i mean bernie i mean he's in good shape yeah i mean a man has been preaching the same thing his for 30 years this guy campaigns and it looks like he's got he's crazy also energy. very coherent yes yeah he's yeah yeah he's very sharp for an old he's wit yeah Absolutely. he's sharp yeah i love his accent like his like New England accent, yeah, he's great. Um, he's great. Dude, what, how crazy is it that you just sit around and wear mittens and you suddenly become like the most popular meme? Like, yeah, he sold out all the sweatshirts. I know. Him. And then he donated all that money. So right. that's what I'm saying. We need more people like him. Yeah. Um, Jeff, though, I don't think he's of the people, in my opinion. You haven't had many conversations with him. Like- I haven't talked to him. No, but. Peripherally, I would have to guess that uh, him leaving probably has to do with the upcoming unionization of Amazon, Amazon which would be mm. a, not a fun experience, I would imagine, to navigate that. As an HR person, too? Well, yeah. As an HR, I'm sure it would change a lot of things for us, you know? Yeah. There's obviously more protection and stuff that comes with that, but... Yeah, I don't know. I will see how long. I mean, you know, uh, I do like working at Amazon. I want to get into something more interesting, like an Audible in their podcast space or an Amazon Web Services or something that's actually interesting instead of like HR. HR is just, you know what I mean? It's whatever. Every company has it. They're not doing anything like innovative or interesting. You know who I want to add to this list? Oh. I want to add Shonda Rhimes. Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to have Shauna Ryan. Yes. She should be the next president. Storyteller. Mm-hmm. I think she understands. She's the creator of Shondaland, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. She mm-hmm. understands diversity. She wrote this fantastic book called The Year of Yes. Um, and yeah, she mentions in there like about um, when I read a really great article recently, too, about just representation you know, creates acceptance. And as like a white American, I just never even really thought about it 
growing up because that's what you saw was white people on the TV screen. And so well, I, I yeah. never thought about it. I didn't ever realize that was a problem because I was being represented and growing up in like middle Pennsylvania, nowhere, everybody was white also. So like it just never really dawned on me how terrible it is. And I think that she has done such a great job at not only incorporating, I mean, a lot of her main characters are like black men and women even. And she has some Hispanic um, main characters and she really portrays like um, like gay and lesbian relationships too, like to the point that like it's normal now. I mean, so many people like cringe whenever they see like two men kissing. And so you to think? see it, now? I think that it's becoming less so. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is because we see it normalized on television more frequently now. She does a better job yeah, of representing what our population looks like. Yes, yes. Yeah. What it really looks like of a huge mix of people. Um, and And she does that intentionally. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're in 2021 and you're here and like, I just don't understand how you, I see lots of things like online and stuff. And it's just like, if the level of ignorance is in 2021, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's unacceptable. Like people have been anti it for so long you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it started back what in like in a big way what like the 60s the 50s sure and you're still like no i'm holding on to these old ideas like dear come on well and then people that you know support it for religious reasons are like absolute like what oh that's that is why (laughs) i the that podcast episode i was talking about Mm. because dude i there's nothing worse than when people weaponize religion Ooh. to push yeah. like a marginalizing agenda. You know, I hate that. That makes me like, even if everything's so good, it's like, Oh, don't lie. You know, have these qualities. That's great. But then like when you use it to be like, well, but not these people, it's like, Oh, and yeah. historically religion has been responsible for sure. Crusades, all that kind of stuff. When we, we went, sorry to change the subject, but when we went to Mexico, um, just recently, the COVID trip? Yeah, we, we took a COVID yeah. trip, right? Yeah, November. Did you for have our one year They don't care or not? No. It was very loose. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> it was very loose. But you however, know what? Yes. However. You know what? They At every single shop and bus station, there was temperature checks. There was hand sanitizer. You know, you had to wear your mask. On so, the ground, they were way better. Yes, way better. You know, and then in Florida, even in the middle of the the worst part, I There's mean, nothing. you could still have, yeah, people right. like walking in public business without as usual. a mask. People are clubbing. Yeah, I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah. so, you know, so, yeah, they were open, but they, they were being a lot more precautious than many places in America. When we went, a major reason why I wanted to go, I was just infatuated with the Mayan culture. I, oh, I, you I, went to the ruins? Yeah, we yeah. went to Chichen Itza. Oh, and it just fascinates me, the history and the mysticism and all that. Right. But, you know, when the Inquisition, you know, the Spanish came over Central America, uh, you know, the Mayan religion, you know, they had a lot of texts. Right. Know, not just religious texts, but they also had texts about, you know, uh, math and science and right. just their they history. Were destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the priests, they made it a point to get rid of this. Right. These texts that go back thousands of years. Right. It's because they put into doubt, like, obviously, science and religion are not like allies, yeah. you know. But they burned all these texts, and now there's maybe only a handful of books available and they're at museums all around the world uh, i think there's one at the vatican 
Was it impressive seeing like, because that was like a major civilization, you know? Like there's only oh, been so a advanced. handful of, ma- like, you know, you could look at Egypt and the pyramids, you could look at Rome, Greece, you know? Mm-hmm. Some of those were like, they were dominant major um, civilizations that advanced and then they like fell off. And they fell off due to war, right? right? And, and, and and neighboring right. conflicts. Yeah. The thing with the Mayans, you know, they they were they disappeared not because of that they disappeared because of lack of resources mm. um so they had to scatter and find more resources because that area where they're living living the yucatan they uh, from what i understand they over uh hunted it or farmed it yeah or and this they went on a drought oh yeah and That's i mean so this, is, this is all from what i saw read um I don't have evidence to support that. So, but they moved around and 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 they they covered a lot of area. Yeah, the Mayans, and there's still so much to uncover. Right, like the ruins that we know today. You know, there's there's still so much more because it's covered in the jungle. Right, and you're starting to see um, better technology of of looking at drone the, shots, drone shots, and. Yeah. Just the technology that they're able to see beneath the jungle. Oh yeah, like and geothermal imaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, and they have those cenotes, the springs there, where you can deep dive, and they're still like uncovering so much, so many. I don't know, so much, so many caves that um, they they recently found. Even like I think whenever they were there, like yeah, bones of like crazy old animals. I think a year ago. So some people say that the Mayan culture goes back like fifteen hundred years. But the Mayans, when you talk to them, they firmly believe they go back way more than that. Right. Like two to 3,000 years. Yeah. And then, then recently they found a, a, a skeleton that they were able to carbon date. Yeah. And it went back like 2,000 years. Wow. And that was somewhere in the Yucatan. How do they know it was Mayan? Because it was like in a specific type of burial yeah. or something? Uh, I think... Um, the location of it. Oh, it was just in relation to the Mayan civilization. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's really fascinating. Yeah, I'd like to go to places like that. Honestly, we haven't traveled. I haven't traveled at all in, like, years, you know? That's something Sierra was just saying to me last night, like, let's plan a trip and go next year. Like, this year we got Ross's wedding, and, like, she has a couple trips already planned to go, like, back home. She's got to go to Florida for something. and So we're not going to do it this year, but next year – going on a trip for sure yeah well and everybody thinks that travel is so expensive it's not right so you just have to you know do your research and find the good flight and find you mm-hmm. know stay at airbnbs and it's really not so expensive so yeah i'm not worried about the travel yeah. it's more just about like taking the time off of work yeah you know? that's, that's true. like yeah. the, i just gotta save up enough like pto and stuff to like take two weeks or something mm-hmm. would be nice well now that you know i got this remote job is you could work anywhere. I'm hoping. Well, I can. It's, it's not really <laughs> encouraged, obviously. It's but supposed to be U.S. Be. remote. Oh, U.S. Okay. But it can be done. All I need to do is connect yeah. to the VPN, and I'm good. And say you're in the U.S. Yeah. How would they know? I don't know. The people in the company have been abroad and tried it out. Yeah. But, you know, they don't want, obviously, they don't want, they want you to be connected. Right. And if you can't be connected, then, well, you got your time off. Well, right. and then they believe that there are, like, some tax issues in some countries, but I firmly believe that they're incorrect. <laughs> I think so too. If you're, it if you're getting, if as long as you have some sort of address in the U.S. and yeah. you're yeah. working in the U.S., I mean, how? Well, and if you don't stay more than like ninety days, all that, you know? yeah. Where are some places you would like to go? 
I'd probably like to go back to Europe. I just like it over there. There's lots of places I didn't get to go. The places I went, I went like um, England, Scotland, Ireland, France, Italy, Belgium. Uh, I think that's it. So yeah, you guys have a family picture in Bruges, and so in I, Bruges, yeah, yeah, we reenacted mm, we, it whenever we, we were there. Did you? <laughs> yeah, same nice. place. You ever seen that movie in Bruges? I think uh, we watched Harrow. it. We watched some clips of it. Yeah. Just it's to see where funny. they went. Yeah. It was like a comedy with, um, I forgot that dude. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, 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 it's good. I like that movie a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know, man. To me, I'd like to go like somewhere tropical and mm-hmm. chill. But she was saying like, you know, if we're going to like do this thing and go on to next steps or whatever, like when you have kids, Eventually, going to Europe is obviously more of a task. Going to Absolutely. the beach is easy, you know. Uh, <laughs> even that's a task. <laughs> it's a task, but like, but it's doable. Yeah, I feel like it's the kids can be entertained on a beach, but like going and sightseeing at a you know throughout Europe is like probably a nightmare, you know. Yeah. yeah my sister did that. She came to visit us in Prague with twins. How they was were that? six at the time. Six-year-old twins. They were. They liked it or no? Um. I mean, they yeah. went to Disneyland Paris. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, they really liked the hotels. It was a whole different. Well, and experience the, them, the so. thing is, in Europe, is you probably remember there there are parks everywhere. Right. You know, so it was actually, and as an adult walking around, you don't notice it as much. I mean, you notice like the beer gardens, and you notice like the big wide open parks. But I'm saying like playgrounds, they right, are right. very frequent. Um, and so, the, I mean, in Prague, they found like six different parks just walking around one day and so there's a lot for them to do and then for the adults like as you're walking around then obviously you're sightseeing and everything it comes with its own uh cons as well yeah because i mean whenever you're walking from point a to point b first of all a lot of europeans don't really use strollers and so to have a double wide stroller (laughs) was a little yeah it was a little problematic but luckily um you know, his brother and sister troopers, especially his yeah. brother-in-law literally like would pick up that double stroller and like run it upstairs. Um, yeah. Be yeah. In good shape. Yeah. yeah that's very true. Six-year-olds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they were, they were pretty good. Um, it can be done. It just, it's challenging. But then yeah, there is like, you kind of need to like you, I don't know how you would do it without like distracting them with screen time for at least part of the time because mm. otherwise you miss out. And then like, Right. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is. Even when I was in middle school or whatever, I mean, I was good. Like, when we went and checked out places, I would, like, read and listen to the little tour. And, I would, you know, whatever. I, would, I was into it, like, mm-hmm. the history and all that. My brother was, like, you know, we'd go to some <laughs> castle and he would just, like, walk right to the end. And yeah. I was like, all right, are we leaving? Yeah, he was saying that. You know, he's like, oh, that church. Oh, you know, and he's right. I mean, even as an adult, you're like, oh, my goodness. How? I mean, I always love to go in the, the cathedrals in every city. And Zach would be like, I mean, another have seen the same thing right. in a different country, essentially. And so it does become really redundant, but especially probably for a kid. Yeah, a teenager. <laughs> So it is hard, like, because we've obviously had that conversation a lot, too. I mean, we're pushing 30 and I would like to start having children. But there's still like we haven't been to Southeast Asia. Like we've barely covered Central and South America. Yeah. But I think that the thing is, is like. I don't know, people try to play the timing game a lot, Mm -hmm. but I think you just do. And then yeah. if you want something to happen, you just make it happen. You know, you, there's no yeah. like waiting yeah. or like we got to do this first and then we can do that. It's just like you just organically that's, do I, it as you happen. It's such then, a part of our culture. It's like you have to have your plan. 
your five-year plan. You got to uh, do this so by this date. And it's like life is guaranteed or time is guaranteed. Yeah. And it's, it's if frustrating. If you would ask me my five or 10 year plan uh, when I was in high school or college and then to where I am now, mm-hmm. I mean, it would, I way fell short. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even if yeah. I look at my peers, like that I went to high school with or college with, oh, I did, I'm so far behind them, but it's like, it doesn't matter, you know, yeah, like what, where I'm at right now, I'm very happy with, I'm mm-hmm. doing this. I've got a great girlfriend, you know, I'm living near my family. Like it all just has happened and it's worked out well. And like, I don't know, especially just, I set things like last year, I set a list of things on New Year's Eve that like I was going to do the following year. And I did almost every single one of them. And so it's just like, you want to do it, you just do it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. whatever happens along the way, it's just, okay. Just yeah. I, but you know, I kind of have like a hatred whenever people tell me like, oh, you can still travel with kids or you can't plan for these things. Well, to an extent I can. <laughs> and, right, and traveling right. with kids can be done, but that's not the way that we like to travel yet. Like we know how that will change our traveling and like to go back to Europe, especially if we both still happen to be teachers or we had a lot of time off or could work abroad in Europe, like we could take our kids there. Right. But I'm not going to take my kids to like Southeast Asia, especially for the first time being there. Right. Like I want to, you know, I don't know, just do whatever I want to do and not have to worry about if it's safe for the kids or if they would enjoy it or, you know, and we've had a few food, water um, issues. Sketch, yeah. um, you got and, sick. Yeah. And and so like, I don't want to take my kids to places where that is a high possibility to happen, you know? So like, hopefully I can do these things before we have kids, but if not, then. All right, let's take another break. And then I have a couple questions I want to ask you um, about marriage and things like that. We're killing the marriage thing. So, all right, (laughs) we'll be right back. All right, we're back. So what I was going to ask you, so yes, to answer your question was that, so I went to a place and I looked at uh, some jewelry, some Some shiny things. Ooh, shiny stuff. I know, I don't feel that (laughs) bad about it now anyways too because I was like, the main thing is like, oh, I got to pay for this thing, you know? Mm -hmm. But now I was like, oh, whatever, you know, stimulus check, some cryptocurrency, whatever. (laughs) Do you accept Bitcoin, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, um yeah, I don't know. I'm starting to get the ball rolling. Like I, I, t- I called her parents and told oh. them like this is in the plans. You know, I just I don't wow. have like the details or when, but like I'm going to do. I have, do I have your blessing? And they were oh. like, her mom cried. It was oh, really yeah. cute. I didn't know what to say. I was just like, yeah. I mean, I oh. told Zach several like I don't know, maybe a year or months before he proposed because I I made it pretty obvious that I, I would like now. him to propose while we were in Europe. I'm like, it would be such a missed opportunity if you didn't do it here. So, um, and I did tell him that it was important. Placing the expectation. <laughs> oh, yeah. They do that. Um, I wanted him to not only get my dad's approval, but I wanted him to talk to my mom, too. So he called both of them, mm-hmm. which was probably a lot of fun for you. That was probably just as stressful as talking to the parents. Buying the ring, yeah. That the whole thing was a very stressful experience. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, one of the biggest purchases I had made. Yeah, right, yeah. Number one. Um, 
And then also we were like in a foreign country, so it was kind of like you purchased it in the foreign country. Yeah, bought it in Prague. And that's not as common to get diamond rings, right? In the Prague, like they do other kind of gems. It's just like they just don't place as much value on jewelry like that. And the way they dress, uh, fashion is not that. Especially in the Czech Republic, (laughs) it's just not that much of an expectation. Yeah, so they really only have like one big name diamond jewelry chain, and so we were in. Poland, I think maybe. I don't know. We were walking around. Zach loves this story. I um I I want this. Well, I always would like I just I wanted to make sure that he knew what what I liked. So I would always just if there was like a a window with some diamond rings in it, I'd be like, oh shiny things. And I would just like point and you know (laughs) And then she told um, me that the type of carrot she wanted (laughs) and I'm like over here like Googling uh ooh. Yeah, yeah, so in, right. unbeknownst to me, he had actually gone and like looked at some rings and we were walking around, I don't know, some city. And uh, I found this ring. And I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. It was probably a half a carat. And Zach was just like. It was more than that. He was sure. having like a little <laughs> panic attack. it was not half a, cra- half a carat. <laughs> I think it was. Right. Um, multiple he, carats. He was, yeah. It was not multiple Bundle. carats. Yeah. So. And so he like finds this bench and sits down and is like a little flustered. I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, I just, I don't know if you know how much these rings cost. And if that's what you want, I want to be able to give you what you want. But, and, and you deserve this, but I just don't know if you know what it just right. costs. So I was like, It costs oh, so much. Yes. Diamond just yes. costs so much. It's so, crazy. And so, then, like, what about the quality of the diamond? Right. Where well, is it coming the from? There's so many questions about I didn't realize how terrible this They make this you feel bad, men. too. You're like, oh, you want this, like, you know, J clarity? Like, it's going to look kind of yellow. Like, you want that one? This is going to be on our finger forever. I, I just like, don't trust blah, blah, blah. salesmen in general. Oh, and then man. we throw in people who are trying to sell rocks. Right. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't put much value into what they have to say. Yeah, it's trash. So I actually went with Zach one Saturday in the Czech Republic and we went and I picked out like my top three or five um, rings. Mm-hmm. So that way he didn't have to be yeah, quite we had, as We had a nice stressed. little candy lineup yes. of rings. And you know what? More women I think should do that because it was also a lot of fun for me. I mean, it was like dress shopping. I got to go and try on all these different rings. She didn't say great. which one she wanted. Yes. But. And so he still, I still had an element of surprise. He picked and he did in fact pick the one that I wanted the most out of all of them. You broke so. the bank and you got her what she deserved. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It's really intimidating. The whole it process, is. like that similar to what we were just talking about, like, uh, make the list of like, well, we haven't done this yet or I haven't done this or I don't have this amount of money or blah, blah, blah. I'm not this far in my career. And I don't know. At the same time, it's like I'm about to turn 30. She's younger, so it's not as big of a deal for her. But we've been dating three years, and you just have – you can't just, like, postpone things forever. Mm-hmm. You got to just do it. I mean, I, I, that's what I'm going to have to – like, I, it's it's time. It's right been time, you know. We moved to a new city together. Like, you know, we've talked about it several times. But the whole thing, that, and then playing a wedding and, like yeah. – I. It, you know, a wedding your guys' size, it would be like, I would love that, you know? Or like Ross's is maybe a little bit bigger, but yeah, actually, they're probably similar, right? Yeah, we had a hundred. Yeah. But like, even if she just invited her family, it would be like over a hundred. So it's like, you know what I mean? This is going to be a Yeah, but a lot of people won't come. 
I, I mean, hope, well, you know I what, hope. though, but it'll be post-COVID, so everybody might be time for a safe wedding. So right. I don't want to jinx that for and you. And it's like but. what you guys want. I know. You know, you got Well, it's like what she wants, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I have forget like whatever say, you think, I'm maybe like 5%, like, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I want, I want to just, uh, let's take some pictures, you know, and then. I mean, for our wedding, I got some things I wanted. Yeah. I mean, I got. I mean, there were lights. We got stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. You did. Who thought that? I did your, not think that. There was a basketball involved, too, I think. Yeah. Wasn't oh, yeah. It? We well, had to choreograph dance with the it basketball. It was a basketball. And then his groomsmen pictures were, luckily, conveniently, there was a basketball court right across the street from the venue. So yeah. he has the best pictures with his groomsmen. Jan and I got married, but I also married the game. Right. I've, oh been my God. To, I've been married to the game. I still have your lightsabers in my trunk of my car. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Everybody no, randomly no. has like some lightsabers. Yeah, you got to add that to your collection. Yeah. Uh, I know I should. I have two trinkets. in my trunk. Wow. I think I have another one in here. Wow. Yeah, man. I- yeah, they ended up everywhere. We um we still had like 18 after the wedding, so we he sold them actually. We oh, went to nice. we went to a few weddings and I'm just like, you know what? I I don't know anything about the bride or groom right. at some of these yeah. weddings. And I'm just like, we need to show ourselves like, you know. Have a little bit of our own personality on, on the wedding. and Yeah, Jana we went to a wedding six months before ours, and it was a beautiful wedding. Um, but, yeah, he had never met. I think maybe he had met the bride once, and he had never met the groom. And he was just like, I mean, it was nice. It was, like, very Pinteresty. But I don't know anything about those people. Yeah, there's no personality. Yeah, yeah, so that's whenever we got back home, and he really wanted to, like, you know, he did all the things that I asked him to throughout, but really started giving, like, opinions and suggestions and, like, just we got a lot of balls rolling and and literally we had yeah (laughs) yeah right (laughs) yeah that was also kind of last minute we were like oh yeah let's choreograph something so (laughs) yeah that was cool no you guys wedding was nice Uh, yeah i'm still waiting if anybody has video i see because i only have us from like the side back angle and so i feel like somebody has got something of the dance of the dance oh no of the dance oh the dance yeah I'm sure someone does, know, but at the same time, nobody. who knows, you know, know. like to film something like that on your phone. It's but like the thing is, is we have pictures. Like, it's like a two and a half minute, three minutes. We yeah. have pictures with people with their phones up. So I'm we like, have video of the dance. Too. Yeah. Just be happy with that. I know I am happy with that, but I didn't drop that ball and I would like to see it from the front. <laughs> you want to see a discovery I made uh, that I think is hilarious, but I haven't oh, spread yeah. the word yet. So if you notice here, it says. 17 year cicada brood, right? Yeah. Where where are we going here? I think I had it open, but I'll just open it again. Okay. Oh, all right. So 17 year swarm of 17 year cicadas is projected to emerge in Tennessee this year. What? Okay. The first swarm brood X, a 17 year cicada distribution, is expected to emerge. Um, when cicadas come to town, residents know, and it's something that sticks with them. All right. We'll skip ahead. Um, this is just talking about what they do. They burrow. They they come up to breed or whatever. Oh, okay. So 17-year cicada brood X, a 17-year cicada distribution, last emerged in May oh. 2004. Mm-hmm. So if we go 17 years from May 2004, we're looking at May 2021. May 2021, which is when Ross and Carrie's went. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you think this like, is... Like, how legit is this? I So I deep dove on it, and they're expecting that from April to May, there will be, like, mass swarms of, like, millions of cicadas. Franklin County's shaded. Uh-oh. 
Who's where's that? Is that up here? Yeah, right there. At the bottom, right there. The Is Cobb, I- Hickman, Wayne, Lincoln, and Franklin, Franklin counties. Oh, yeah. that's not none of those are Austin. Oh no. We're David. Uh, actually, I don't know what Dixon is in, but I think we're Davidson and. Uh, yeah, then there's like William, Wilson and Wills- Williams. There's Williamson, like two. Yeah. Like uh, Mount Joliet, I think, is like Williamson. And then I think Franklin is like it Wilson. It feels like. You remember the mummy? Yeah. Nicholas yeah, yeah. Cage. Right. Yeah. Remember how they had like those, like the the locusts. Right. Swarm, right? It was like part of it's the, like a plague. the plague. Yeah. Right. Oh, this man. is 2021. We thought it would be a, a different year than 2020, but it's just a, maybe it's the next step in the. I know. That's like crazy. so, like, just it's no matter what now, I feel like they're just going to con- that meme will just keep living on. Like, oh, the 2020, like, you know, now 2021, right. this happened. Any bad 2022. Thing. Yeah. That's like, uh, there's the internet's undefeated. Yeah, uh, man, I can't wait for just people to, like, go outside and, like, live life, you know? Yeah. There's just so much. I can't even go, like, if I was to go on Facebook right now and I would look at, like, what's on my feed, like, I'm instantly just going to get angry at probably half the stuff that's on here. It's like my aunt's, like, pretending she can talk to... uh, Cancel culture. You know what? (laughs) I think <laughs> Facebook and I, I would say like 10 to 20 years, we're going to look back at this time and just be like, what were you guys, what was humanity thinking with this? Oh yeah. It's just, it's such an echo chamber for, for terrible uh, perspectives. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, Facebook itself is trash. I don't even know why I have it. I keep saying I'm going to delete it. I'm going to delete it. I yeah. don't. And then I log on compulsively sometimes and mm-hmm. I look at it for a couple of seconds and I'm just like, oh, this is the worst. Like, yeah, I don't like, I just maybe should not get on it. It's like, I don't want to delete it because someday that's going to basically well, that be. that pretty sweet though. That Dragon Ball Z cell, that's nasty. Know, that is cool. Like, it's going to be the only way that we can like connect with people. Yeah, but that's so garbage. Like you're not really connecting with no. them, you know? Yeah, that's like, true. It really how just creeping on their lives. Con- yeah, yeah. It's like, superficial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and it pre- it probably prevents me, like, if I really wanted to talk to the person or I was thinking about them and then I just see, like, what they're doing on Facebook, it's like, oh, okay. I, and it's not going to make me – I feel like it prevents me from trying to call or reach out because, like, I feel like I have a, a somewhat of an idea of what's going on in mm-hmm. people's lives. So I don't need to, like, ask them, like, well, so what's going on, you know? If it was just back in the day, you don't know, you're thinking about someone, you call them, catch up, you know, they tell you – What's been going on? Um, yeah, I just hate it though. Honestly, social media in itself is just garbage. Like I got super into TikTok for a little bit. I wasn't making TikToks, but just I downloaded it, mm-hmm. and I was just hours and hours. It's oh, the yeah. most. Have you? Do you have it? Uh, Janet has it. Yeah. Do you go luckily, on? I know. Whenever, because I just updated my phone finally, and I didn't. I didn't re-download it. I don't know. I was, um, for the first semester of the school year, I was kind of like the at-home tutor um, for two girls that were doing virtual school. And they really liked TikTok. I mean, they were dancers, so they really liked doing the dance videos, which I thought were cute and they were fun. But I, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. And normally I'm like a pretty big binger. Like I like will binge watch things and like I used to scroll a lot, but I don't know. I mean, early in the quarantine, TikTok, we did some dances together. Did you? Oh, just the Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't uh, recorded, but I don't know. I just like that it curates to, like, what I'm trying. Like, I don't mm-hmm. see any of the dances because I don't like the dances. You know what I mean? I don't want to watch, like, 
I mean, young people or old people dance on TikTok, you know? Some people, that's a, they want to watch it all day. But to me, like, I just get down these weird, it just, my TikTok feed is extremely weird. I'll get, like, um, what I get a lot of is, like, cartel TikToks. Cartel TikTok. Yeah, like, I saw one, and, like, they don't show the dead body, but, like, essentially, oh, they're, they are on a boat, and there's a body in the freezer, and they just push it into the oh ocean. And this God. is on TikTok. And I'm no just like, way. dude, these things. And then the prison TikToks, oh dudes God. in prison, they sneak cell phones in there, oh. in there. Yo, this is my cell, whatever, whatever. It's just like, there, there's some crazy stuff that's on TikTok that you can't find any other place. You that know? is wild. I didn't even know that existed. They're going to start. I think Instagram's already started doing it. They're going to yeah. filter it What's for it children. It? Oh, yeah, that's my. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember when you sign up for Facebook, you got your 18 plus. Oh, okay. You know, you just lie about your birthday or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, social media, I don't know. Now with facial kids, recognition, so they should really like update that technology because we really yeah. could start like blocking kids. I mean, there are like child like childish features. Like, surely right. there's something yeah, just that we the could size do. Of their face yeah. Yeah. They find a way around it. Yeah, you just they have might, them do like some. You got to be at least able to like do some algebra or something yeah, to get on. Something. <laughs> yeah, algebra. Oh, that's not a bad idea. You got to know how to foil this uh, foil equation yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. I couldn't remember. It's that first, outer, inner, last, right? Yeah. 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 Foil okay. method. I had to do some like reverse uh, foiling with one of my like tutoring kids this year. That was something. Wow. Reverse oh, yeah. foiling. I don't even oh, know yeah. what that is. I you mean, started last. You just. No, you have uh, to like figure out what the two. Um, oh, you like, have the thing, and you have to yeah, decide you have the what final the parentheses are. Yes. Oh yeah. Which yeah. I have no idea what that's called. That's how much I was really good at it. Right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I gotta start work soon, unfortunately. But this was fun. I appreciate you guys coming over here. Yeah, thanks Anytime. for having me. Honestly, I, didn't, I haven't talked to you like that much before. Or you really? I mean, we didn't I know. grow up around. This each was other, great. So I didn't know nice. that you'd ever gone to Hong Kong. Yeah. Yesterday, I learned out uh, why my brother's nickname is Turtle, which was great. And yeah, I like Jason. learned this, yeah, this story about Destiny. Whenever so today's Destiny, my niece is a. I'm like talking like there is like an audience it's or fine. something. There's no audience. So anyway, well. Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> today's Destiny is like one year move anniversary. So um, oh, that's she a was, thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jason it's a thing it was, when you leave Dubois. Yes, like, I'm out. The, I made it. Yeah. Out. Well, and I, it's special to Jason because he like she came down here to to live with him. And yeah. so we're celebrating tonight and whatever. And I um was talking to her this morning and I guess on her drive down here in Ohio, she accidentally locked her keys, her wallet and her dog in the car. Oh my God. Yes. And so, and like, I never heard this story. And so that's why I'm like, that's why I really wanted to come down and spend some time. Right. But then I'm like, why don't we have these conversations more? It's always like, Oh, what'd you do today? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're saying just on day-to-day basis? Yeah, like yeah. yesterday was the first time that like I'd had a conversation with Jason that it was like something about his like childhood, like that's yeah. that's made him a little bit of who he is today. Oh, turtles? You know? Yeah, he that's, like that's his favorite animal. The but Ninja I didn't Turtles know why. are maybe the biggest mentors in, to ba- Jason? in Jason's yes. life. Wow. Yeah, which I've always known. He knows which one turtles. is specific. Which one's his Leonardo? Favorite? Oh, you Leonardo? Know what's that red? Oh, you know, I think that's red. Yeah. And he has like the little weird sword with the. Yeah, he knows everything about wow. the turtles. Interesting. I never got into. They were a little bit before our time. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan. I mean, I do like that they ate pizza though. That was kind of yeah, cool. That was cool. Hanging out. And eat that pizza. was like a second tier cartoon for me growing up. What'd you like? 
I mean, when I was like seven to 12, I mean, a huge Pokemon. Oh, Sam. Indigo S- League, you watch the show? <sighs> Come on now. You know what's funny is I rewatched it in college. It's on Netflix right now. We'll end up. Oh, yeah, that's where I rewatched it. It's still on Netflix? Uh, I was watching it with my, my nephew like a couple months ago. If you notice, I think it's um, Ash like never wins a battle like in a fair way. Every oh, really? time he gets saved by like some lame thing or like Pikachu will like come to the rescue. He's actually a mediocre like, trainer. Yeah, he's not good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he's Ash, so. Saturday mornings were just so lit. Yeah, I would record Pokemon, uh, Pokemon. and Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, back to back. Oh, yeah. And then they sprinkled in some really great shows, like Shaolin Showdown, Ch- um, what's that, Static Shock. Right. It was a great time, man. Yeah, Pokemon. What's your favorite Pokemon? We'll end on that. Favorite Pokemon? Yeah. Mm. That's a good question. Original. You know, I, I always thought Poliwhirl was just a G. You like Poliwhirl? Yeah, dude. He's Is got, that the like, pink fat? No, thing? no, no. Oh, pink. Pink? is like a, a blue circular guy. Oh. He's got like a. He's got gloves on, man. Yeah, he's, he's got, got these gloves. white gloves. Pull up Poliwhirl, man. Poliwhirl, yeah. He's just like, you know, he doesn't look like he's. He's an evolution of uh, Poliwag, right? Poliwag. I think he's this guy. Mm. Yeah, he's just like. Isn't there like a pink, like, bubble? Ditto. Yeah, Ditto is a pink blob. Is it like a poly one night playing? Look, he got the gloves up. He ready to throw some punches, man. I always liked um, Abra. Oh, the magician guy? Yeah, Abra, then Kadabra. Abra, Yeah. I also liked Cubone. Oh, he got like a bone head. Yeah, he's got a little head and then he has a club. You know what? Pokemon now is just way too sophisticated. They added too many. The cards look different. Right. I wish I held on to those cards because you'd be making... Good coin off that. Ross just told me the other night he gave them to his ex-girlfriend's brother. We had legit wow. cards. We had like holographic Blastoise and stuff. In and good condition. Yeah. It was in a sleeve like since we got it. And we didn't play Pokemon. You know, we just collected them. And so yeah. No, I don't think anyone actually played Trash. Pokemon. No. It's not like Magic the Gathering. People play Magic the Gathering. People I, play yeah, yeah. I played Yu-Gi-Oh though, for real. Oh, really? Yeah, I would go to Books of Millions on Saturday mornings. That's yeah. a comic book shop or something? It's like a Barnes books and Noble. A book and they had little tournaments or something? Yeah, little tournaments. And you throw down your best card, right? Nice. Playing for someone's best card. Nice. Yeah, I learned a lot of valuable lessons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate it. Um, have fun. You're going out to dinner tonight? Yeah, Joe's, Joe's Crab Shack. Shack. Have fun. Downtown. Mm-hmm. Eating seafood. I'll be at work. Firing people. In your uh, house. We got to do something again before... Um, for sure. Or when you guys come back. No, no, we're here for three more weeks. We leave three weeks from today to go back to Florida for a week. And then we'll go up to stay with Grandma for a while. Yeah, it'd be fun to do another outing everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Jason had a great time at uh, Oh, my evening golfing before. Oh. oh. I think you would